Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Oh, championship weekend is finally here. We got college football playoff implications. We got Heisman implications. Uh, real quick, Jamal Murray in tonight for the Nuggets now, so he's going to be back for Denver. Uh, UNC up big on Tennessee, 33-19, and the Suns and Raptors just underway here, too. They just took UNC Tennessee down off the board, so... Uh... Can't, no, no live betting on it right now, Peach. Unfortunately, no. They're uh, reviewing uh, a foul yeah. after a three win, and not good. Tennessee. Uh, I expect their defense to be a little better. North Carolina is doing whatever they want. They're knocking down their shots. They look really good tonight. I just Tennessee's one of those teams. I can't. I can't figure out. Every time I bet on them, they don't do me any good. And every time <laughs> I don't bet on them, that's when they play well. But you, you, you can't quit them, can you? What are you going to do? I you can't. Quit just them. can't quit them. All right, Horvat's out tonight. PJ's in for him, so at least we still have one college football junkie. Let's head down to uh, the college level of things in football here. Time to paint the face and listen up. Class is in session at Horvat U. With a substitute teacher in this time. You know, Scott was bringing up during the break the whole like you can leave after a certain amount of time when a professor doesn't show up. We, we, we're confirmed that that's actually just BS, right? It was not really a thing. Because I remember that. I defer I, to you guys on that. I mean, I don't remember. It's been but it was a thing. over like, a decade I mean, for me. So. It, was a, it was at least a fake thing where yeah. everybody would sit and look at their watch. You go, right. well, I heard that uh, he or she, you know, they got to be here within five minutes. But if they're a PhD, it's like nine or ten minutes, <laughs> and then you're allowed to leave. It's like, oh, you were not allowed to leave? I you had on your own accord, you fool. I had a class where it was supposed to be from 9.30 to 10.45, and still to this day, I think the teacher thought it was from 9.30 to 10.15 because that is when we got out of class every <laughs> single day. And it would be one of those things where we're all like, first couple weeks, we're all like, we're done? It's 10.15. And then he let us out then every day, and we're like, all right, we'll take it. One of my favorite classes, too, is geography, and you just learned about like where all the countries are. It's I, I love that stuff. I, I don't remember much of it now anymore, though, unfortunately. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff from school uh, that I don't remember, yeah. let's be honest. That I wish I did. I wish no. I had paid attention You know what I do remember, Spanish. though, Nick? I remember what? all the Alabama football games. That of I do. course that you do. That I do remember. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Athletic did a straw poll, and I love straw polls because it at least shows you where a lot of people are thinking for something specific, right? You know, NBA MVP. They do that a couple of times a year. ESPN.com does it. It's a big deal, and they get real voters. Now, the Athletic just did their writers, so it's not some of them are voters. I, it doesn't say – I want to make sure I'm right on this, Scott. It doesn't say whether they're all Heisman Trophy voters or in it, but they are writers for the Athletic. So there's at least that. It's a straw poll from the other. But it, look, it gives us kind of an idea of where people's opinions are. Yes. And maybe a little bit, to, especially with the way that this has ebbed and flowed the entire year. The odds movement, what guy's getting mentioned the most, where maybe the influences, what game and what. All of that comes down to this. Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels tied with the most first place votes, 16 each. And then after that, one for Michael Penix Jr. No one else got a first place vote. So it's down to Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels. If this rings true in real life, it comes down to essentially those two and then whoever else they invite. Right. You know, it, it's it's interesting, Nick. It's going to be between these two guys. I mean, yep. Mike, Michael Penix was in the conversation for much of the year, but Washington's just playing all these close games. He's not putting up the numbers that he was. And, you know, he's had a bunch of games this year where he's had a couple duds, and, and Bo and Jaden Daniels especially have just been consistent throughout. 
This Heisman race is kind of reminding me a little bit of the college football playoff in the sense that Jaden Daniels should win in the award. Like, he's the best, right? But they're, they might give it to Bo Nix, the best player on potentially the best team in the country. Obviously, the big advantage for Bo is that he plays this week. He has a conference championship game. He has a chance to pad his stats. I watched Jaden Daniels in person this year when Bama played at LSU. He he is unbelievable. I think he's the best player in college football yes. this season. I think he should win the award. Nick, when you're doing things that Joe Burrow and that LSU team did the year that they won the national championship, when you're having a better year than that, that's how you know you're doing something special. What's crazy to me is that if Jaden Daniels had just two losses, this wouldn't be a conversation. But because he has that third loss, that is what's making this a debate. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen guys in the past with three losses win the Heisman Trophy. So I just keep going back to if you take, take Jaden Daniels off of LSU, this is maybe a team that just makes a bowl. Maybe they're like 6-6. Six and six. You take Bo Nix off of Oregon, sure, they're not as good, but they still have so much talent. Their defense is great. LSU has one of the worst defenses in the country. So, uh, I mean, it's it's got to be Jaden Daniels for me. What he did this season, it's just it's incredible. LSU went over in all of their games. Their defense is tail is tail terrible, mm-hmm. but Jaden Daniels was so good and the offense was so good that uh, for me, I think he should win it. I think that should actually earn him points, and people should be smart enough if you're voting for this to see that those three losses came because of that defense, not because of Jaden Daniels. I mean, listen, the guy leads the country in yards per attempt, touchdown passes, all quarterbacks in rushing yards. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns. Jaden Daniels has put up numbers that are Heisman worthy. The only difference here is going to be what does Bo Nix look like in the Pac-12 championship game? I mean, if he looks like, uh, really, if he puts up numbers that look similar to Jaden Daniels. If he goes out there and throws four touchdown passes and runs all over the field, controls the game, and Oregon wins handily, too, on top of that, I think Bo Nix ends up winning because at that point, how are you going to hold that? You can't really hold anything against him. You win the Pac-12 championship. You beat Washington. You beat a team that has a quarterback that's been that's probably going to be a finalist, that's probably going to be at least invited to the ceremony in Michael Penix Jr. So that's going to be the biggest spotlight there. But I'm telling you, man, I love Jaden Daniels. This guy, I'm going to get this out. I'm going to say it now and just remember this. He is going to be the fastest rising player in the NFL draft. Once you start going to workouts, you know, the combine, because we know quarterbacks tend to rise up the board. Jaden Daniels fits everything that teams want. They're just worried about his, not even his height. It's just his frame. He's not really, okay, you can get a guy can get bigger. Like, you can work on that. It's not like we're talking about him being 5'9". So Jaden Daniels looks the part of an NFL quarterback, but if Bo Nix goes off in that Pac-12 championship game, it's going to be really, really hard, I think, for people to vote for Jaden Daniels with those three losses over Bo Nix, who just won a Pac-12 championship. That's the thing because it's like you know everybody has heard who's followed college football they've heard about how great Oregon is and what a great season they're having but on Friday night that's going to be one of the first times that most people truly watch Oregon this season right and if Bo Nix like you said if he if he has a great game if it's a shootout he throws for four or five touchdowns like he's just going to win it that's the reality of it you're right about Jaden Daniels though he you know it's crazy, Nick? He's been in college football for so long. He was throwing passes to Brandon Ayuk at Arizona State. Like, that's how long Herm, <laughs> Edwards, true. Herm Edwards was coaching them there. Like, he's been in college a long, long time. The fastest quarterback I've ever seen. Yep. I, and, I, you know, I've watched Lamar Jackson play in person a bunch of times. Daniels is faster. It's absolutely insane how quick he is. So, like you said, 
because so much of his game is predicated on running and he's not the biggest guy, he's not built like you would want, that might scare some teams, but man, he throws a really good deep ball, he makes good decisions, and he is so fast. And I know the NFL is a different animal, but even still, man, I mean, we've seen Lamar's speed translate, Kyler Murray's speed translate. Like, if you're all-world track, if you're all-world fast like he is, I mean, I'm with you, man. He wouldn't surprise me if he goes in the first round. I do see some now where Jaden Daniels is actually looked at as a top 10 quarterback in some mocks. Again, a long way to go, but he just has so much of the intangibles that you want with quarterbacks today. Mm -hmm. And look, we just saw a quarterback that doesn't even have the height that went number one overall. Now, I know it's not really making a case for himself right now, but you know how the NFL is, especially in this quarterback-rich draft. There's going to be so many teams that are looking at these quarterbacks in the first round. There's going to be competition, teams trading up. I mean, there was a point for a while where it was Anthony Richardson was going to be middle to late first round, right? Yep. And then look where he ended up with the Colts. I could see Jaden Daniels, not the same player, obviously, especially size-wise, but a lot of similarities there where teams are just going to be gushing over that athleticism. And we could look at it and say, yeah, he's played college. He's a little bit older and he's played college football forever. But in that's really held more against players in college basketball going to the NBA draft versus this is experience. This is somebody that's got a lot of starts, a lot of time out there on the field. I think that's a major plus for him. Yeah. Uh, man, it's it's all going to be depending on what Bo does, you know? I mean, it's interesting, too, looking at this weekend and, like, how do you bet Oregon, right? If you think Oregon's going to win, like, do you lay the money line with them at minus 375 or do you just lay the juice with Bo Nix to win the Heisman? Because you would think if they win that game... He's probably going to play pretty well, probably would win the award. Um, so that might be another way of looking at it. Like, you could certainly take a Washington plus nine and a half, maybe. And then you could also take a Bow minus 185 to win the Heisman. You could try and hit both bets because even if Washington keeps it close, if it's like a back and forth game and Bow and Penix are playing great and it's just like everything we want, then uh, maybe that's a way of looking at it too. I will tell you, I can't wait for next year's Heisman odds to drop because I will be betting Jalen Milrow. Bama's like entire offense is coming back. Tommy Reese has gotten better as OC as the year goes on. Obviously, the way Jalen has progressed, and he's going to go into the offseason knowing that he is the guy. And that schedule that they play next year is just ridiculous. So if Milrow is not the favorite next year, even if he is, I'm I just I'm looking forward to betting him to win next year. Bo Nix minus 185 at BetMGM to win the Heisman right now. Jaden Daniels plus 140 after that. Michael Penix 16 to 1. Carson Beck 150 to 1. Like it's down to those three. Marvin Harrison Jr. is at 150 yeah. to 1. Like it's you know who the three are that are least considered. Correct. But really, we know who the two are. It's really what yeah, it comes down to. I mean, do you think Penix is worth a sprinkle at like even a little bit? I mean. They're such big underdogs. If they go undefeated, I'd say let's say he throws for seven touchdowns, and they win fifty-six to forty-two. Is there any chance that he could win? Here's what I would say: If you got a free bet, maybe. I don't know if I'd use real money on that. It really just feels like it's down to Bo Nix I, I and Jane Daniels. It's tough. I agree. And I know the pro like really like. Let's do this for a second. Let's take away that 16 to 1 price. Because sometimes we get blinded by the prices and think, well, there's a chance, and here's how we can justify how that happens. Just take take away the price. Bo Nix, Jane Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., who you think is going to win the Heisman. Are you saying Michael Penix over either one of those other two? No. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. Sometimes the price tricks us into making decisions, and rightfully so, right? That's how you get an underdog or you find value or whatever the case is. But sure. it's 
I, it's, it's down to those two. It's, it's got to be down to those two. Eric Scopel going to join us next.